Do you want to lose weight but struggle to stay committed to a meal plan because you constantly feel hungry? Does food provide you comfort when you are bored, angry, lonely, or sad? If so, you are in the right place. My name is Kristen Jones, and I'm a life coach specializing in emotional eating and weight loss, and I'm also a lifelong emotional eater. I want to provide you with information, motivation, and support so you too can learn to manage your issues with food and develop a healthy relationship with yourself. Welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. My name is Kristen Jones, and thank you so much for joining me this week. So, one of the things that, and I don't know if this is true with every coach. Um, I don't know if this is something that that happens all the time, but I find myself when I when my when my clients are struggling and when members of my group are struggling, that it really it really like it bothers me. And so it's something that I I I'm always trying to learn more. I'm always trying to master what I, what the knowledge that I have. So I can then in turn pass it on to not only you all who are, who are listening on the podcast, but also those people who are in my group. Um, and oh, by the way, we are live in the breakthrough emotional eating community. Um, we do this every Wednesday. If you're not a member of the group and you want to become a member of the group, you need to do that. And, uh, so we are uh, breakthrough emotional eating. You can search that on Facebook. If you search emotional eating, my podcast probably will be around podcast, excuse me, my, my group will probably be one of the first ones that comes up. Um, but you also can go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash food breakthrough and join us in what I think is one of the a really, really cool community um, of people who support each other in addressing emotional eating as well as, um, as well as losing weight. And so to one of the most common scenarios that I see with clients and with, and with members of the group. Um, and again, because I'm talking to people all the time, all day, every day, talking to people, um, not only in messenger, but, but, you know, when they, when people come into the group, I ask what, what issues they're dealing with. And one of the most common issues that people are dealing with is, is nighttime eating. And this podcast is not about nighttime eating, but this podcast is about why, why, one of the reasons why nighttime eating happens. And it doesn't necessarily just have to be nighttime. It could be at any time during the day, but it usually manifests itself. And I will, I will kind of explain to you what that, what that looks like. Um, but nighttime eating is such a problem and it's something that happens and it's and and you know, we can decide like, oh, I'm going to take up a craft or I'm going to do something different in the evening. And I hate to tell you, but fixing the situation is not what needs to be fixed. What needs to be fixed is what's happening between your ears and the thoughts that you're having about your life. It is not about, I want to eat. So I, I, I can't wait till the nighttime so I can eat all the foods that I want to eat that I didn't eat during the day. It's not about that. It's not about the food. It's about what's happening in your life in general and how you are in fact interacting with other people. And so the, the, the title of the podcast or what I put out as my teaser for the podcast was are other people keeping you fat? That was the name of the podcast and, or kind of the prep for the podcast. And when I asked that, that question, 
is not about are other people like, are they sabotaging you? Are they making you eat stuff? That's not it. It's how we as individuals are interacting with other people and what we're allowing to happen between us and other people and how that in turn makes us feel. So the podcast in general, it overall in a broad, broad sweeping brush, the podcast topic is about boundaries. And it's about when you have weak boundaries, how that will, in fact, not only impact how you feel about yourself and how you relate to other people, but it will impact how you eat throughout the day. And I will explain that. So I'm going to start off with a story. So every morning, so envision yourself every morning. You plan out your day, you plan for your meals, you plan for your work, you plan for who you have to pick up from school, who you have to drop off at ballet practice or soccer practice, and you have all these things lined up. And then, oh, maybe by the way, oh, maybe you have some shopping that you want to go do, or you have different different projects around the house or projects at work that you want to do. So you have your day all laid out and you're feeling really hopeful about your day. And then all of a sudden, here comes Susie, the overbearing neighbor. And Susie comes over and Susie is nothing but drama. Susie comes over and all she wants to do is talk about her kid drama, her husband drama, her drama at her work. Nobody likes her. Nobody, everyone's out to get her. And she wants to monopolize all of your time. And she wants to talk to you and you're trying to get your stuff done that you need to do. And Susie just won't leave. She just keeps talking and keeps talking and keeps talking. And suddenly you realize I was supposed to do five projects here at the house, or I was supposed to take, you know, I wanted, I wanted to go shopping. I wanted to do this. And Susie's come over and plopped herself on a, on a bar stool in my kitchen and now wants to spend five hours talking about all of her problems. In that scenario, is Susie the problem? Is she the problem? Is she the reason why you then are upset because you didn't get anything done? You didn't get your pro you didn't get your your errands run. You now have to rush off and pick up your kids. You didn't get all of these things done that you wanted to do because Susie plopped herself on your bar stool and talked about the drama in her life. Who is at fault? Not at fault, but who is responsible? Let's say that. Who is responsible? for your frustration and your anger in the, in the comments, in my, uh, in the, in the Facebook group, would you please go ahead and put, tell me who is responsible? Is it Susie? Is Susie the problem in that scenario where you just sat and let her talk and talk and talk and talk and talk? Who is at fault there? Who is responsible for what has happened? Absolutely. I'm getting a lot of me's. <laughs> yes, I'm getting a lot of me's. Yeah, absolutely. Kimberly says we would be responsible for not drawing the line. Absolutely. And that is, that's where a boundary comes in. So we're going to start off by talking about what is a boundary? What is a boundary? So a boundary is in fact where we separate ourselves from other people. So it's a it's kind of an imaginary line that is that delineates 
where I end and someone else begins. And there has to be that boundary or else we start to become enmeshed in what in what's happening with other people. So a boundary is something that we create, you create yourself. Um, and it's, it is, it allows it, it oftentimes, oftentimes it's about other people's behavior, but it's more, I feel it's more so about your own behavior. And so in this scenario with Susie, Susie's just being Susie. She's just being herself. Now we could ask her to, to change her behavior, but we're not about changing other people's behaviors. What we are about is drawing a line and telling Susie, no, Susie, I have stuff to do. I am so interested in your drama about your husband and your kids, but I've got stuff to do. So you're going to have to pick your rear end up off the bar stool and go back over to your house because I've got to go. And that's the boundaries that we have to start setting with other people, but more importantly, with ourselves. That's where, where, that's where it really comes down to. It really comes down to how good are you at protecting your own boundaries of what's important to you? So when it comes down to it, so, so establishing those boundaries and, 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 then, and then deciding if there is a boundary that you've set up and someone doesn't honor it, what are the consequences going to be? And you need, to you need to follow through with them. So it's really important to recognize that a boundary is something that we set up not only to honor other people, but more importantly, to honor ourselves. And, oh, Tammy says, Tammy, it's totally true. Tammy says, but I've always been told that that is being rude. Tammy, it's not being rude. <laughs> it's not, it's absolutely not being rude. And I totally understand what you're saying. Standing up for ourselves. And that's where people get, that's where, and, and there you will have people absolutely tell you that that's rude. But taking care of yourself is always to be your, your top priority because no one else in these situations is, ends up being hurt, but you. you. You know, in the situation with you and Susie, Susie was having a great time. She was getting, she was the center of attention. She was getting all she needed, but what about you? And why is Susie more important than you? That's where, and I think that's really what it's about. It's more so about you recognizing that no one else's needs are ever more important than yours. We always, every person has to be responsible for their own needs and it's never more, no, no one's responsibility, no one else's life is ever more important than our lives. We have to make sure that there's that balance between those two things because otherwise that's when we get caught up in the, oh, I have to take care of everybody else. I have to do all these things for everybody else. And then that's where, where we, we kind of lose ourselves because we don't have boundaries about what's important to us. So the, the, they're, they're, we need to set boundaries. We need to set boundaries when we come away from interactions with people and we come away and we're angry and we're resentful. And usually we're angry and resentful at ourselves. 
We'll say we're angry and resentful at them, but the reality is it's usually us. We're usually unhappy and upset with ourselves because we know we've let somebody take advantage of us. We've let somebody cross that line. So I think the hardest thing, and I, and I will not claim and ever say that I would ever, I can ever speak from this point because I am not a parent. But I think that's probably the hardest thing that most people have is that boundary with your own children is how do you find, where do you find the line? Where is that line between I am your parent and I'm taking care of you and I am not enabling you to take care of yourself? And so that's where it, that's where it really then, and there can be a lot of guilt associated with that. And I will completely own that. I know nothing about that, but I do know in regards to my furry friend who sits next to me that there, it, it can be very, it can be very challenging to, when you're responsible for someone, where is that line where you're, they're still responsible for themselves and you are responsible for yourself. So the kid thing that is, is, is very, very challenging, but if we think about it, we all, when we were growing up, when you were growing up, I'm sure your parents had boundaries. There were things that you were supposed to do that were your responsibility. And then there were boundaries that they had that they had to, to fulfill. Everybody needs to know where they stand. Everybody needs to know where their role is and what's their responsibility for where they are. And we can't always be the ones taking on everyone else's responsibilities and taking on everyone else's concerns and needs and, and what, they, what they need. But it's important to be able to recognize that you, you have to, that boundaries are extremely healthy. And, and actually in relationships, when it comes to a relationship, if you, when you, boundaries are almost always set between two people and boundaries and having boundaries actually brings a relationship closer. It doesn't pull a relationship apart. What people think is that, well, if I say something, they're not going to, I'm going to upset them and then they're not going to like me and they're going to be upset with me and they're going to be angry. And I will tell you from, first, from personal experience, people don't want you doing things just because you think it's what you're supposed to do and it's not really what you're what you what you want to do because then it comes across and it then is viewed as being very disingenuous and and that it's it's almost lying and i i've told this story before about how someone very close to me when i was doing things just to because I wanted, I didn't want to rock the boat. I didn't want to upset them. And so I would do things that I didn't necessarily want to do, or I wouldn't say what I was really feeling. And I wasn't talking about what I, what I really felt. And I remember when I was told that I was lying and I was just like, how can you say that to me? But it was true because I was, because I wasn't honoring our relationship by being honest about how I felt. And it's the same thing in this. And this is the same thing. This could be, this is the same thing when it comes to your kids too. You're teaching them lessons. If you're not teaching them to be honest about how they, you know, about how they feel about things. If we're not being honest about how we feel, we're mirroring, we're, we're, we're modeling that for our kids as well. So we always have to be responsible for the fact that 
we do need to be honest about how we feel about do, about things, about things that we're doing in our lives and whether or not they are something we truly want to do. Um, so when we talk about, again, a boundary, and again, you recognize you, when you need to set a boundary, and it's usually when you come away from an interaction, you come away from, from doing something or, or, you know, doing something for someone or, you know, having a, a certain scenario take place and you feel that anger and that resentment and that just frustration. I will tell you, that's when you need to think about a boundary, but that's not when you need to set a boundary. We never, we don't want to ever set boundaries out of anger or out of spite or to get back at somebody. It's not to be um, used as an ultimatum. What it is, is it needs to be viewed as a way of really cultivating and saving and salvaging a relationship. And so you always want to come from a place of love and from a place of, I want to be, I want to be the best person I can be in this relationship. And so I am going to be honest and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to put up a boundary that says, you know what? I don't really want to do that. Like, I'm not comfortable with that right now. That's not what I want to do. And then, and then let them know, you know, if that boundary is crossed again, it's like, okay, now you've done it. I've already said, I don't want to do that. Now this is what the consequence is going to be for that, for you not listening, you not, and again, we're not trying to change someone's behavior, but we are trying to establish and be honest about what it is that, what our expectations are and what we want out of an interaction. So we have to be really, we always have to be very aware of it, but we never want to do that with that anger and that resentment behind us because no one, no one becomes receptive to, to doing anything when it's, when they come, when, the, when it's brought to them in the form of an attack and it's, it's, it has to, it has to come from that place of like, this is going to be the be a better thing for our relationship. And so we need the, so together, I need to tell you, this is what I need in, in, in this right now. And this is what I'm going to do to protect myself. And so it's important that we, that we come from it, from a place of love and from a place of concern of the relationship. And, and that's where we need to, and that's where people will then be, you know, and sometimes people won't be receptive at all. <laughs> they just won't. But that, but but you always have to honor what boundary you want and what boundary you want to set. So that goes. We have to we have to we have to kind of go through that process of making sure that we're not going into a boundary of oh, I'm going to set this boundary and you're going to listen to me. That isn't oh that that sometimes is met with a lot of defensiveness and a lot of resistance. And I, I see Gina says here. She says sometimes I say no to someone else in order to say yes to me, and that's absolutely true. And that is that is super, super important. Sometimes we do have to say no to other people in order to say yes to ourselves, because ultimately we are the only people that are ever going to be taking care of ourselves. And we have to do, we have to take care of ourselves first. That has to be it. Um, so then, so how does all of this, how does all of this play out when it comes to why you're in this group? of looking at your emotional eating, of, of learning to manage your weight, of, of losing weight. How is this, how does this manifest itself when we don't have boundaries and we're saying yes to everybody and we're doing and we're being, and we're, you know, doing all the things for everybody else. How does that present itself? And how does that impact our weight? Because just going and being and doing other things for other people, what does that do? Well, when we feel 
like we're doing and giving out to everybody else and nothing is coming back to us and we aren't taking care of ourselves. You do that all day. You do that. You take care of people. You make sure that they, they're all taken care of. Everybody's happy. And then when they go to bed, you get up and it's, where's my reward? What, did, what do I get for what all the things that I did today? Where is that reward for me? That's one scenario. So a lot of people will eat in the evening and will sabotage all the good that they've done during the day. They deserve it. And they feel they deserve it because they've done all these things for other people. What I would challenge you to think about is, were you doing those things for other people because you had to, or because you felt compelled to, because you didn't set a boundary and you felt like I, ha like I have to do this or they'll be upset with me or I won't be liked or it's just always the way it's been. You can say no any time. No can always come out of your mouth. Doesn't matter how many years you've done something, no can always come out of your mouth. You always can change whatever the rules are. You can change them because that is going to make you standing in your own truth and, and protecting yourself and standing up for yourself and valuing what you want is going to empower you and make you feel so much better. It is about taking back your power, your needs, and your desires that you have. And that is, I, I am a, I have believed this for a really long time that when you push down emotions and you don't say how you really feel, and you're just doing things because you think it's what you're supposed to do and what people expect of you, and you don't have any boundaries at all. And you just, you just are like a paper bag, just like, okay, whatever you want me to do, I'm just going to go wherever it is that I need to go. When you do that, you push those feelings down, those feelings have to go somewhere. And oftentimes they don't. And so what they do is, is they just, they, I believe they become like a living thing inside of you. And because we're so used to pressing them down, what do we press them down with? Well, we just eat, we eat. So we don't have to, we don't like, we, there's no chance of them coming out. I will tell you that I've had a lot of, of, friendships in my life. And I have a very close, I have one very close friendship that I'm, that I'm thinking of. And our friendship has never been closer than it is now because I finally decided that I was equal and I was important in that relationship and that I mattered. And was I scared to do that? Yeah. Cause I didn't know if the other person was going to go along with it. I didn't know if they would be like, <laughs> this is not the way that things have been, but I, things have never, our relationship has never been better since I have been true to myself. And I have actually said what makes me happy, said what I wanted and allowed myself to have boundaries and to have things that were important to me that I valued and that I protected. And I think one of the biggest fears that people have is that Someone's going to say, nope, I, I can't deal with this. And that, that, that really isn't how boundaries work. When we 
own what we want and we stand up for ourselves, that actually is what people want to be around. People want to be around others that respect themselves, people who respect themselves, who value who they are, because they know that you're going to value who they are. Because if you value yourself, you're going to value the other person from a very genuine standpoint. And those are the kind of relationships that I want to have. Those relationships that are, that are, that are sometimes excruciatingly painful, but they're the relationships that really mean something because you have that very deep connection. So that is, is really, really, really important. Donna, 100%, that is, and, and that, that is absolutely true that sometimes that, that partners can, can make you feel very, very guilty about standing, you know, about being in your truth. But it's my belief that there is a, a level, it's, it's mostly because they're just not used to it, but there's a level of respect that's there. And there's a level of, of, um, kind of, um, admiration that you will get from, from doing that. So you always have to do what's right for you and, 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 and not live your life just for somebody else. Because if that person really does want your happiness, they want you doing what's going to make you happy. Um, so it is really important that we realize that again, one of the reasons we get that reward in the evening. And that's why people, oftentimes people will, will choose to go to eating at night because it's their reward time. The other reasoning behind it is also the fact that when you are giving to everybody else, it's like you have taken your hands off the wheel. You have no control of your life because you're letting everybody else tell you what you need to do and how you need to do it. And you are going along with it by not setting boundaries. And so you feel very out of control because you don't feel like your life is your own. And so when it gets to be nine o'clock at night, what do you have control over? You have control over what goes into your mouth, what you eat. And that is, that, that is not the time when people feel like, oh, I'm going to make a healthy choice or, oh, I'm not going to eat anything because they're feeling like I've had no control of any part of my life today. And this little piece is what I get to control. This is what I get to control. And so that is where I have some power back. And so it's realizing that controlling what goes into your mouth is absolutely what you get to do, but you have to do it from a place of strength and from a place of not from a place of, of that anger, because that anger, again, we're not dealing because we're not really dealing with the anger. We're covering up the anger by eating. We're not dealing with the frustration. We're not dealing with the irritation that we're feeling. We're just pressing it down with more food. And so that's where that's where, you know, the journaling or the venting or calling somebody and telling them, but coming from not setting a boundary at that point, but then realizing, okay, yeah, this needs to be, this is a boundary I need to set. I need to set this because this is not working for me. Because remember the, the people you're taking care of, 
they've gone off on their merry way. They're having a great time. They have no idea how upset you are. They have no idea that this is causing you to be, you know, to, to not be moving forward on what your goal is. That's the, your goal. That's really important. They have no idea. They are happy as clams, just kicking it, thinking, oh, geez, just going to take, keep taking care of me. We have to, we have to realize that we are important. We are absolutely vitally important that we have to start standing up for ourselves. I know every single person who's watching in the Facebook group, I know every single person who's listening to my voice would stand up for other people in a heartbeat. If they saw somebody being taken advantage of, you would stand up for other people. I know that. I know that because I have amazing people in my group who have huge hearts. It's time for you to have a huge heart for you and not let it be for everybody else. You are important and you need to be your top priority when it comes to boundaries that you're setting. You would encourage other people to set boundaries, but you're not doing it for yourself. And that bound, and so that boundary needs to be, I'm going to start, I'm going to, I'm going to start setting limits. I'm going to start protecting myself, protecting my time. What's important to me, the meals that I want to eat, what do I want to eat on my meal plan? And that is me protecting my boundaries. It's not me being selfish. It's me protecting my boundaries and letting other people take care of their own boundaries. And I don't have to take care of them for them. So the big takeaway is if you are a person who feels like you have some areas where you are letting people infringe on your boundaries, what, what would you be able to be comfortable with laying down, saying to people, making sure, setting that boundary, standing by it, and then realizing that you don't need that reward. You don't need that control because you've gotten it back in your life because you've set these boundaries. And that's where, that's where the, the other changes will start happening in your life, whether it's weight loss, whether it's, you know, managing emotional eating, whether it's, you know, telling people exactly, you know, telling people really how you feel. Um, I think that that it's, 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 it all comes from internal. It's again, none of this stuff is ever about, it's never about food. It's never about other people. It's about how we are treating ourselves. So we have to start setting boundaries with ourselves of when somebody asks me to do something, no, Kristen, you're going to say no. You're going to say no kindly, lovingly and say, you know what? I have something going on. I'm sorry. I can't do that because that's taking care of you. And that's going to take care of you in the moment. But then at nine o'clock at night, you're going to be like, yeah, I took care of myself today. I ate food that I loved. I stayed on my plan. I honored myself. I drank my water and now I can go to bed and I feel really good. So that's where boundaries really do tie into the objective of what you're trying to do here when it comes to managing your emotional eating and losing weight. And so it's important. It kind of feels like sometimes it's that six degrees of separation. You're like, how does that relate? It does because it relates to how you feel about yourself. And again, I say it all the time. If we don't feel good about ourselves, we don't make good decisions. And I want everybody to be empowered to make the best decisions for themselves. It is all about taking back your power, taking, about, taking back what you can do for yourself in order to move you forward 
in order for you to reach the goals that you want to reach that are just as important, if not more important than what other people are doing because they're important to you. So they are your top priority and they need to be your top priority. When you hear that feeling guilty or you're selfish or no, nope. Because everybody else has to, they, everybody else is responsible for themselves and you're responsible for you. They're responsible for them. Let them be responsible for themselves. All right. I hope that was helpful. I hope that that was something that gave you a little food for thought, gave you some things to, um, to think about. And um, I'm actually, I just, I, I really feel like this, um, this is such a kind of a, a loaded topic. Um, I'm actually, I'm kind of just got inspired that I am going to tomorrow in the group, I am going to drop a, a worksheet for you all about setting boundaries and about how you can kind of go through a process. And, and I was, I want to make sure that everybody understands that going Setting a boundary, again, can't say it enough. Setting a boundary is about bringing a relationship closer. You don't, you, again, you don't have to think about like, oh, I'm so mad at this person. I want to set a boundary. It, it's like, it's not going to, it's not going to ruin the relationship. We don't want to go into, we want to think like, I want to make our relationship better. So I'm going to set this boundary because it's going to make me happier. And I'm going to be a, a happier person to interact with because I'm doing that. And I'm taking care of myself and, and I will be that, 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 that better friend, that better wife, that better, you know, girlfriend, that better, you know, mom, because I'm setting boundaries and I'm, and I'm modeling that for other people. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to provide that for you tomorrow. Um, it'll be posted in the group. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll post it in the morning and you can kind of look at like, what is the boundary that you need to set? What do you need to say? Why are you setting it? So it just kind of gives you some food for thought about setting a boundary. And I really would like you to think about what boundaries do you think are impacting your weight loss at this point or impacting your ability to be able to stick to your plan. If you're, if you're following, you know, if you're following my, my food freedom plan where, you know, where it's, you know, the, the, you know, making your meal plan and, and, you know, eating your three meals, no snacking. How is this, what, what boundaries do you need to set up so you can honor yourself? You can stick to that. And you don't feel by the end of the day that you need that reward or you need that control back of some aspect of your life. So I'll get that to y'all tomorrow. Sorry for those of you on the podcast. That's why you need to join the group. Um, so make sure that you uh, make sure that you do join the group. If you're listening on the podcast and you're not, a, you're not a member of the group. Again, it's breakthrough emotional eating. We are on Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash food breakthrough. And let's start setting some boundaries and honoring ourselves. And when we honor ourselves, we don't need to use food to make us feel better. Okay. Hope that was helpful for everybody. Thank you so much for, uh, for being here. Uh, don't go away on the, uh, in the group. I actually want to kind of go back through. I know there were some great comments and great questions, and I'd love to be able to address some of those. So I'm going to go ahead and sign off on the podcast, but uh, y'all, I will jump back into the group in just a moment. So those of you on the podcast, come back next week. We'll see you all then. Take care. Thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more information on emotional eating and losing weight, 
please go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash food breakthrough and join the Breakthrough Emotional Eating community. I hope to see you soon.